Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Shopify. You know, doing the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, there's a lot of dice rolling, there's a lot of talk, a lot of improv. There's also a lot of merch. This was something that we weren't really thinking about when we first started out, but when it came time to build out a merch shop, there was only really one place to go, which was Shopify. Shopify is basically what runs our web store. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launcher online shop stage, I remember those days, to the first real-life store stage, we will never have a brick and mortar but you know a lot of people have brick and mortars a lot of people sell things at like craft fairs and farmers markets shopify's there too shopify's there to help you grow whether you're selling pottery or bespoke custom DD dice sets available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com well, shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point of sale system wherever and whatever you're doing shopify has you covered and our zip up hoodie selection available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com will also have you covered Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, which is like an AI tool they have, which can help you write better product descriptions, set up FAQs, email generation. So a little story, as you know, you know, we had our third-party fulfillment company blow up uh, at the end of last year and we're with DFTBA now. And one of the things that was great about Shopify was that the back end, the thing that handles all of the, you know, the order flow and all that stuff was very easily transferable. So from a business standpoint, the only thing that changed was where our inventory is stored and where it's shipping out from. But all the back end management has basically stayed the same. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 different countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to help support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grownups. Content warnings can be found in the description. Hello, and welcome to the history of Barovia. In the year 773, Dads Daryl Wilson, Ron Stampler, Henry Oak, and Glenn Close marched their army to the thin land bridge leading to Castle Ravenlop, ready to lay siege to the purple-robed inhabitants. This army, really more of a band of mercenaries, about half the size of a Roman cohort, 
consisted of equal parts archers, shield bearers, and pikemen arranged in the configuration known as the Death Turtle, which was created by General Colonel Glenn Close. Requesting an audience, the Purple Robes and Four Dads met in the center of the windswept bridge on neutral ground. It was there that the Purple Robes revealed that they were, in fact, Willie Stampler, Barry Oak, and Bill Close, the fathers of Ron, Henry, and Glenn, respectively. Notably, Daryl's father was missing from this lineup. These Purple Robes offered the dads a deal. Give us your kids so we can become Omega Daddies and we'll let you go home. But getting the Purple Robes out of the castle and onto the land bridge was all part of the dad's scheme. You see, a stealth operation utilizing a DJI Phantom drone piloted by a low-ranking intern known only as Doug signaled the children to use a previously hidden magical item in order to teleport to the dad's metal transport, a vehicle known as a minivan. The dads now had the children they had come so far to rescue in their hands, but were face-to-face and on the edge of an all-out war with the toughest enemies they had yet encountered. This week, we will continue where we left off. Fathers facing off against father, suspended a thousand feet high on a precipitous land bridge at the gates of Castle Ravenloft. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. Most of the time, a loose Dungeons and Dragons 5e podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard of the group. This week's dad fact for Glenn, probably appropriate, seeing as we've now met Glenn's dad, Bill Close. Who was Bill? Oh, Bill Close dad fact. Bill was a session musician working out of Nashville, work, you know, wow. basically getting in on any sessions uh, that he can. So as a result, not really around. So he and Glenn both referred to the house during the high school years as the crash pad. The crash pad. The oh. crash pad. So he had like that kind of vibe with his dad. Yeah, 100%. Now, is Bill also a descendant of Meryl Streep or is that on the mom's side? I would assume it's on the mom's side. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what you said originally that's what i, I think, think so meryl streep is in reference to our prequel optional campaign <laughs> and also can... the actress of kramer versus kramer <laughs> <laughs> hello my name is matt arnold i play daryl wilson a stay-at-home coach dad who uh turns into a barbarian when he enters the forgotten realms a little dad fact about daryl i just saw this this second so see how this goes daryl's favorite soda favorite soda favorite soda can't is wait. His soda stream You're version. Fucking oh, kidding me. Get out of Coca Cola. Get the I fuck out. This. What is it called? Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's called. Uh, it's called Daryl's Pop. Depop. It's called Depop. <laughs> and um, pop. Pop. And it tastes exactly like Coca Cola. No, it fucking because doesn't. it How is indeed. You? Coca-Cola. <laughs> so Daryl bought a soda stream and convinced everybody that it was cheaper 
and cooler, and it tastes just as good as soda. Grant doesn't even complain, and he spent weeks. Oh my god! He spent weeks trying to make his own version of Coke that always tasted terrible. Then one day he just gave up, and instead of admitting he was wrong that Soda Stream's stupid and more costly than just buying soda, he just buys Coke, puts it in a Soda Stream. The fucking and long con. Yeah, the long con. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody knows at this point that they're just. Giving him the benefit of not telling the, him. The lies and <laughs> deceit in the Wilson household. It's just like this delicate balance of cards. Also, the audacity of having a dad-based pop and not calling it Papa's Pop. Like, oh, I, shit. I, like, it's Papa's Pop. It's Papa's Pop. It's Papa's Pop. Thank you, Beth. Papa's Pop. Trademark Beth May. TMPM. Joke by Beth May. Papa's Polar Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's ice cold, baby. And it's he like, draws is... like a little polar bear on it. Yeah, because it's like the Coca-Cola polar yeah. bear. And like, Daryl, this is just like. There's, I have so many questions. You can't stop, he, you where can't stop he, once Papa wait, wait, pops. Where, where, where does he recycle the, like, the cardboard? Does he have to like, keep it in the car and like smuggle yeah, it away he, outside yeah, the house? How much soda do oh, people Darryl's drink? Daryl's got that garage you know, refrigerator with oh, like yeah. you know, meat and stuff in a there. And that's where He's got like two liters of Coke like hidden underneath like slabs of meat. So what if someone else wants to make it in the soda stream? He'd be like, it's my proprietary. But, so do as people watched him do it in the soda stream? Like, no. So he just <laughs> <laughs> he avoids situations. <laughs> I guess you no, know, because you were saying that like he for long enough he was striking out that they probably just tuned yeah, out, yeah, yeah, and he, he just was just it. like had a eureka moment yeah. one day. I was like, I did yeah. it. Wow, that's dark. That's like the darkest Daryl fact. <laughs> he doesn't I want think. Admit it was wrong to buy. By the way, Matt bought a soda stream machine. <laughs> He'd not do this, but a complete waste. It will just sit in the corner, and all the flavorings they have are all terrible. So, sorry, guys. We're not going to get some sponsored by soda stream. My roommates have a soda stream, and they use it only for gin and tonics, and it's wonderful. Yep, that's yeah. what I use it for, gin and tonics, and just straight seltzer water. That's wow. all it's good for. Anyways. Uh, hey, everyone. My name's Will Campos. I play Henry Oak, a crunchy, munchy, Birkenstock, rockin', hippie nature druid dad. Got it in one. My dad fact for Henry this week is big news, guys. Henry passed the retainer. (laughs) Just in time. Henry, he had felt it moving southward for a couple of weeks now. And then uh, the second he saw his father out, that little sucker came. So uh, right now, (laughs) Freddie was taking a big drink right as I said that. saying that Henry Dookie the shooter that was a retainer <laughs> right into his shorts. Remember when that happened in Empire Strikes Back where he's like, I am your father. And Luke was like, <laughs> and then And then Luke pooped out his retainer. That's literally exactly what happened. So canonically, Henry has a, I don't know if he's aware of it yet, but there's a retainer in his, in his okay, shorts well, right now. Okay, well, a quick right. question. Is it like a retainer of old, like the metal retainers, or is it those like new sort of plastic retainers? Oh, like that's the Invisalign. Yeah. It's a, let's say just for, I, I think in terms of medical realism, it yes. would have to be an Invisalign. Yeah. Or like bleeding. Or you're going to look down yeah, and you have a wound bad. and you're going to roll a DA. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> Otherwise, Henry doesn't have an intestinal tract <laughs> yeah. anymore. Real quick, who had retainers growing up? I did. I, I did. did. Not that I wore So everyone except Matt. Yep. I didn't go to a dentist till I was like. 29 years old. What? Whoa. Why? Because my parents couldn't afford it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yep. What color was your retainers? I'm just sorry. I'm just wanting to know. I had a I had a friggin' Invisalign one, which is wow. I'm really 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 salty about that actually what? because well I had braces. With, no, I okay like, zoomer. Like <laughs> literally, I had braces way before I was at an emotional capacity to realize like what they were like mm-hmm. like that they were fixing my teeth and that these would be my teeth. So I got a retainer and it hurt like from the moment that I got it. 
And even if I put it in denture cleaner or whatever I used to clean it, it still was like plasticky and it felt gross going in my mouth. So I never fucking wore it. And now I've got these weird chip monkey teeth that are all like eating people when I'm not even looking. I- I had a mint green sparkly retainer. <laughs> Mine was blue and it had a picture of Earthworm Jim on it. Really? Wait, what? Yeah. Shit. Wait. They were like, you awesome. can take any little picture from this what? little book of little, like, basically pictures we printed out from the internet and cut out. And I was looking, I was like, oh, it's just a bunch of, like, generic Shit action guys. Clip clip and then <gasps> there was a little Custom? box art for a VHS of the Earthworm Jim animated TV show. And I was like, that's mine. You guys I don't know that Duck Enable is a homophobe yet, so I love this. Do you guys remember where there's an entire kiosk in a blockbuster where you could bring your Pokemon Snap memory card and print out Fuck pictures yeah. of Pokemon Snap? Fuck yeah. I don't know why that made me think of that, but I miss those days. Because there was two good things in I'm our childhood. I'm just Googling those Earthworm Jim Retainer, and guess what? This does not exist. <laughs> well, no, it's, it wasn't a branded thing. They took a piece of paper and put Wait, it underneath a, like the plastic <laughs> bit of the retainer. Because they had just a bunch of different pictures that you could print out and customize to your yeah. thing. So this was like a bootleg op that your orthodontist was Now that running. I think about it, yeah. <laughs> um, Interplay is furious. That's amazing. Hi. Okay. My <laughs> name's Beth. I'm angry about retainers. Um, <laughs> and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather, and rogue. Fun fact. Actually, no, it is not a fun fact. It's just a fact about Willie... Uh, Ron's father, Willie Stampler. Willie was a traveling salesman who specialized in fishing gear. Mm. May have heard me, Beth, say that Ron threw up trying to gut a fish once and it, it really sealed the fate of his father's respect for him or lack thereof. And um, yeah, Willie died by drowning when he used a fancy lure to catch a huge fish and then it pulled him overboard. Dang. Yeah. Was it like a famous fish? Like... No, it's, I mean, General, sorry, like, Matt, go ahead and name was one. It for, was just Nemo from Finding no, like, Nemo? No, like, like, like of the town, like, you know, it was like a huge fish. And like in The Simpsons, they have an episode where it was like the general. And like, they're like, oh, catch the general. Anyways. It was Serenity. There you go, Serenity. Whoa. This is, this is such, like, everybody. The Matthew McConaughey movie? Yes. Holy shit, Literally, if you watch one movie for the rest of your life, make it Serenity. I, you will not regret it. It is the stupidest, most wonderful movie I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hi. No, you're not. Your we have real dads. We just met them. No, you're, I'm the dad you want. Those are the dads. You do. Those are bad dads. I'm a good dad. Your dad versus the dad you should be worried about. Is that how the dads <laughs> be the dad you want to see in the world? I don't have a dad fact. I don't have to do a dad fact. My dad fact is that I, I knew that these dads would be the big bads. Big bad dads. That's fun. Wow. That's fun. Dads. I knew they'd be the. Were they a big bad voodoo dad? Oh, God. And were the lads the big bad dads? Well, you're the big bad dad lads. And you and knew that. Literally since the inception of the podcast. Wow. Um, I um, We're all going through our emails being like, you know, because you had asked us, what's our relationship with our dad's life? We should have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I figured it was a pretty good cover story of like, oh, I can't understand you as characters unless I understand. Because all of us are just, you know, an amalgamation of the traumas that our, our parents and authority figures have sort of slapped us with. So like, you know, it was a better way to understand how to do dungeons, I guess. Yeah. I lied. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Chime. Ding dong, it's summertime. Oh, wow. It should, summer should be about I'm chilling warm. with your bros and warmth, not financial stress. But with a Chime Secure Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so too Will do your, your opportunity. PP? Well, maybe, actually. Okay. Will Chime get my bod ready for swimsuit season? It will get your... Uh, credit score ready for loan and car or home season. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Here's what it's got. No annual fees, interest, or credit check to apply. Use it everywhere Visa Credit Cards are accepted. Build credit using your own money. And there's like all sorts of extra features. So for example, fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. You can overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying That's direct a, deposit. Where's Waldo uses SpotMe? True. <laughs> After Waldo sets up a qualifying direct deposit and he signed up for SpotMe, Chime will spot Waldo up to your limit when Waldo makes a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that sees Waldo's bounce if they can find him. Oh, wow. How do you think Waldo affords going to all those places? He's traveling all the time. It must cost a fortune. He's probably using Chime to build up credit to hey, take out, out, I guess, and, loans and, to take trips places. And here's yeah. the thing. When, when Waldo goes around, there's like 60,000 plus free-free ATMs. Waldo can go to any ATM. He could be anywhere. That's but more they than can't the top find three. him on the security They can't find him on the security camera. Cameras. That's more than the top three national banks combined. So you can easily find an ATM near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money too. Chime to pay anyone, including Waldo. Chime members are not in cash out your money fee free. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can improve your credit scores all summer long. Get started today at chime.com slash daddies. That's chime.com slash daddies. Chime. Bro, you know that Waldo is married because he's always hiding from the wife. Dang. Chime feels That's like who progress. you play. Yep. That's who you play and where's Waldo? You play his wife yeah, looking for him. And I'm just nagging him all the time. Poor guy's just hiding out. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Spot me eligible requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Hymns Hymns uh, it's boner pills that's y'all. special somebody Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you in a discreet package this week oh wow <laughs> delivered to your doorstep by Hymns uh, sick of the one-size-fits-all method, especially when it comes to your erectile dysfunction treatment? Yes. The good news, you got options now with Hims. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Mm. From the, they spelled comfort wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hims so provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments. Wait, like are they chewable or are they hard? They're chewable. So are I, wait, you. Can I get a hard yeah. mint that makes my penis chewable? <laughs> Brand name treatments like Viagra or generic alternatives are up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple, 100% online. Answer a series of questions on their site, and the medical provider will determine the right treatment option. And if prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance necessary. It's not free, though. The shipping is free. The shipping is free. The medication is, you're going to still pay money, obviously. They're not just handing out boner pills in Biden's America. Pretty sick. They should do like the Red Bull ladies. Do you know what I mean? Oh, God. I would love to be a Red Bull woman for boner pills. is getting you down here. It's time for you to join yeah, the hundreds yeah, yeah, of yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMS.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com slash daddies. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See the website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. You see the faces of Willie Stampler, Bill Close, 
and Barry Oak, basically three of your fathers. They are the purple robes and have been from the get-go. Bro. Uh, Father? Fine-looking gentlemen, you all are. You all, you all, you all are. What? So, what? so Willie just sighs and goes, oh, okay, well, at least I can stop doing that stupid voice. I had a whole, there was a dramatic reveal. I was going to time it out. I'm but yeah, so sure, no, sorry. Great. Boy, you should be. I, Jesus Christ, all the fucking effort we've gone through. Just, okay, so again, just so you understand the fuck, like, you can stop staring. Close your fucking mouth, Ron. Jesus Christ, don't look I'm at me. Sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sir. Correct. Okay, so oh again, Jesus excuse me, who Christ. are you? I'm just fucking dad. Shut up. The deal is, it's this simple. You take it or you leave it. If you let us have your kids and raise them and make them happy, productive, intelligent individuals in, in Faerun, then we will send you back to your world. And the next thing that you will experience is waving goodbye to your kids as they head off on a bus to the soccer game that you were driving them to before you arrived here. Everything in your life will be identical up to that point, with the exception of Glenn, you and the lovely Morgan Close Nay Freeman will be waving them off together because you will have not gotten into that car on that rainy day. Uh, yes, you have, you, you have your hand raised. Yeah, hi, uh, Henry Oak here. What, what, what the frick is going on right now? You're so, let me get this straight. You're his, Ron, this is your dad? Yeah. What, and then, but, what, what, fa so, so, what so, father, what are you doing here? And well, who the hell is this guy? I think he may be dad, but. This may be an This illusion. looks like your dad? This might be an illusion. These are all your dads. These are our dads, guys. What the hell is going on? All I know is that you three gentlemen should be ashamed of yourself. You call yourself grandparents? So Barry- and The way you treated your, <laughs> your son right there is how you're going to treat our son? Uh, Which son? There's three dads and there's three dad. Oh man, there, there's so many dads here. So, it was my dad. So Barry smiles and puts out a hand, a very calm, very placatory hand that says- I shake it. <laughs> he puts his hand up like fingers up so how do you shake fingers up well, either way so, so, so he goes like mm, and like kind of recoils from it a little bit like he, like he feels like he got infected by you or something but he goes everyone can be very calm that is a thing that you can do right now you can also choose to be very very angry and if that's the direction that you choose oh, then Jesus, I'm afraid this will be very negative for everybody I, I don't think any of us want that so as you say where is my dad Daryl you, you're sort of looking around and just sort of by coincidence, you hear. So this could be a really weird pull. But does anyone remember the Mel Gibson movie Ransom? Yeah, of course I do. OK, <laughs> I see you. So, see do you remember the part in Ransom where the kid hears Gary Sinise's voice and he starts pissing himself yes. out of fear because he recognizes that's the voice of his kidnapper? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you turn around, you, you see Peyton shivering and you smell pee and you see that Peyton is wetting himself, looking at the faces of these three dads. And he's sort of frozen with fear. Hey, Peyton, what's going on, buddy? Uh, they're, 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 the, the, uh, uh, do you remember when we met and I told you that there was somebody that like left me here, like at the Bullywugs, yeah. like by the, uh, the, 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 and he's pointing it, um, at Willie and he goes, that, that was him. That was, it's the, that's my. Okay, buddy, don't worry. They're not going to hurt you. I, I push him, Wait. I push him uh, back and stand in front of him. He's crying and he I happily Wait, lets you push him backward. Peyton, I walk over to Peyton and I get. Wait, did Peyton are brothers? <laughs> So I, I, I walk up to I walk up to Peyton. And I sort of get down on his level. I'm like, Peyton, wait, you know that guy too? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he was he was scared. I did not like him, and he oh. left me in the bullywugs, and I hated him. And I was gonna, I was, I, I wanted to fight him, but I don't think I can fight him right now. I really don't feel like fighting. I don't want. I, I would like to just go. Please, can we please just go? You don't have to fight, Peyton. Plus, um, uh, you're 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 so strong. You could probably knock him out in one punch. You don't have to, though. I. Roll persuasion real quick. 
Ooh, that's a two. Okay. So he was like, oh, you're so fucking bad at lying, Rod. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I think he would kick my ass. Like, I think it's a lot of bravado, and I don't think it's real. Oh, no. Oh, no. So Henry, as he stares at his father, feels like a lot of suppressed shit in his mind, like mm-hmm. starting to kind of crack open. Oh, like, boy. it's like there's a door in his brain that's starting to shake, and like the knob is starting to turn. And he pushes on that knob back as hard as he can. He holds the door in his brain with both hands, torturing this metaphor as much as he possibly can. <laughs> and then he turns to the other dads and say, guys, I have an idea. Uh- Run! <laughs> and then Henry turns into a bird and flies off towards the van. Okay. Everybody give me an initiative roll. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what that's what Henry just did. So, okay. Right, we're so, running. Uh, he's running. I have a seven plus four initiative, 11. I got an 18. I got a 19 plus one initiative, so 20. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. We're going by the speed strategy of doing combat design in D&D where all of the bad guys are going to move at once as a group and they just natural 20 their initiative roll. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. So the dads are going to go first. I'm very scared. Okay, so. I guess that's good because now Daryl can respond to what they do. Oh, yeah. Now I can say I was provoked. Um, (laughs) Well, I don't know if he's going to fight them solo, but. Do I need to come up with what bird I turned into? (laughs) If you like. Yeah, why not? All right. I feel like. It would be the first bird he thought of. So was it Lark or Sparrow? Oh, shit. Or was it the bird or was Lark or Sparrow killed? Uh, <laughs> it's always Lark and Sparrow. It's never yeah. Sparrow and Lark, so he turns into a Lark. Okay, great. Uh, so he turns into a Lark. I'm just going to Google what a Lark is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the most racist bird that there's... The, the okay, never mind, never mind. racist bird <laughs> of the animal kingdom. Whoa, Will, I don't know if you want to do that, bro. Yikes. Uh, no, fun Will fact. Every time I think Lark, literally all I can think of is there's a character named Lark in Pilot Wings 64. Is oh, all I, yeah. So that's in my head canon what Lark looks like, is Lark oh from Pilot God. Wings. All right, it's a small ground-dwelling song, bro. Ground-dwelling, good. Uh, <laughs> songbird, typically with brown streaky plumage, a crest, and elongated hind claws, and, and a, a Glock song twenty-one, del- <laughs> and, a, and a Glock, yeah, uh, and a song that is delivered in flight. So um, I'm gonna be fluttering through the air like a little birdie. I guess. What's the song like? Ah! So Bill Close sees Henry Oak beginning to fly away, and Bill turns to Willie and he goes, "Should I?" And Willie goes, "Yeah, obviously, fucking idiot." And so Bill goes, okay, cool. Willie's toxic as fuck. This is heartbreaking. Yeah. So Bill is going to cast Hold Person on Henry. So everybody is going to do a wisdom saving throw. Uh Uh-oh. So because he's a higher level, he basically gets to do it to multiple humanoids. If I'm no longer a humanoid, do I have to do a wisdom saving throw? Oh. Correct. Yeah, no, you don't. It's only for humanoids. Well done. Well done. Wisdom saving throw. Point of order. Excuse me. This dumb barbarian rolled an 18 plus one. That's 19. That's an 18 minus one, 17. Wait, barbarians are smarter than bards? Sometimes a barbarian can be smarter than a In this particular case, I don't think any of us are that surprised, are we? I failed. Okay, so everybody except for Ron feels this like wave of, it almost feels like invisible fingers trying to like pull at you, but you manage to evade their grasp. But Ron, you, maybe it's just being in the presence of your father once again, your body just freezes up and you are paralyzed for the next minute or until you get knocked out. Um, the next minute? Oh, yes, geez. which is like 10 rounds of combat. Am I allowed to say anything, though? Yes, you can speak. Oh, shit. It's, it literally says paralyzed creatures can't move or speak. Fuck it. It's an audio podcast. You can speak. So but you can't it. move. Okay. But you have to talk like a ventriloquist. But you, it will, it'll happen <laughs> when we come to your turn. Yeah. Okay. That was Bill Close's turn, and he's going to just do that for now. And then we will say that Barry Oak will... 
Let's look at your spells, please, everybody. That's what I'm doing. I'm just fucking like, oh shit, we got to play D and D for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, man, why did I fucking pick like grow plants or whatever I used in the I've, last one? I've never looked at fine print as hard as like since I was trying to get out of my student loans. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is like examining this shit right here. Barry Oak is going to transform, <gasps> and he's going to transform into a. Dragon, specifically the gold dragon that you saw on the way. Danny, <laughs> that was Barry. No, no, no. He oh, just he's he's he a much higher level so druid, so ago. he saw it. And like you can only do things up to a certain challenge rating. He can turn like, into a fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit. Uh, and so he flies after you, and he's going to try to grab you out of the sky with his claws. It's kind of outmatched there. All I right, gotta so say. So give me a dexterity. Oh, great. I think larks have initiative on dexterity. I, I feel like I'll give you a plus three because you're pretty small, you're small and he's target. pretty big. He's yeah. from Pilot Wing 64, <laughs> oh, so I believe here, I should get a plus 64 to all my rolls. Here's my I'll argument. I'll give you a plus four. Because you're a small bird that is brown and you're flying close to the ground, it's going to be hard it's to- snowy it's everywhere. Very, He'll be able to pick you up very easily. Mm. Anthony already gave Anthony a plus four. Anthony is not Don't sell. fucking around right now. Don't he keep selling. Not, there was a time four. where I would let you go to Fry's Electronics and get a drone. <laughs> <laughs> right now is not that time. All right, doing a deck saving throw, you said? Yes, please. Oh, I got a seven. Okay. He snatches you out of the air. His claws grasp around you hard enough that for a second you can't breathe and you feel a genuine panic that your little adorable bird bones might snap, but he loosens up just enough to make sure that you can't wriggle out of his grasp. And he says something to you, but it's in dragon speak, so you can't really understand it. What does it sound like he's saying? Like, it sounds he like he's, no, it sounds calm and very condescending. It's like you can almost hear him like you can hear the like, oh, tsk, 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 tsk. you should have tried to do that, my silly boy. Uh, Will our paid mercenaries react to any of this? Will they well, see I was gonna going to say on? you haven't given them any orders yet. So if somebody on their turn wants to spend a free action once it comes around to your turn to sort of get them into the initiative, that's something you can do basically for free just by shouting at them to yell. And now Willie Stampler is going to go. And he goes like, I can't remember how many times I told you to not just play around with them. We need to show them that we can be in business. So here we go. And he is going to raise both of his hands up and rub them together. And then he's going to slap the ground in front of him. And so everyone, except for Will, make a constitution saving throw. It's a fucking 18 plus three. I'm rolling 19, 18, 18. 12. 21. Nine. 12 total. Beth, you and Freddy are going to take 5d6 thunder damage as lightning streams down from the sky. So you got 19. 19 thunder damage. 19 thunder damage. And everyone, again, not Will, but all three of you take 5d6 radiant or necrotic damage. So in Willie Stampler's case, it's going to be necrotic damage. So you all take... Oh, no! 26 damage! What the fuck? All three of you take 26 damage and you're not prone as you feel this putrid, festering, undead energy crawl inside of you and, and you feel like it's trying to decay you from the inside All right, out. that puts me immediately in death save. I'm in death save as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ron and Glenn are down for the count right now. Uh, yes, they currently are. Oh, is Payton damaged by all this stuff too? Oh, shit. If um, you... I will be pretty bad if you kill Payton. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... All right, Payton's also brother. in death saves. Sorry. <gasps> Daryl, it is your turn next. Cool. Um, what did we do with the sword? The Dimidom sword? Yeah. I think it's fair that you could say you probably have it on Yeah, you. they didn't tell you to not have any weapons on the way in, so you could have it. So I can only do this as a reaction, so I can do one reaction, right? Uh, no, you can do as many reactions as you want. No. That's... <laughs> For, forever. Yes, no, um, you can only do one reaction per, per how, turn. Frey, how close were you to death save? I'm in it. Like, 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 
Because I, I, oh, exactly. I can, I can get exactly. rid of two D six. I'm exactly. I'm exactly. Oh yeah, no, really? We have forty five health, and we. Yeah. Oh yikes! So you just one shot at both of them, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do I can remember how it works? So if you get minus forty five health, you are dead forever. Yeah. Uh, if you get whatever minus your normal max health is, you're dead for good. If you have zero, then basically every turn you're going to roll a d20. And if the roll is 10 or higher, you get a success. And if you roll under, you get a failure. You need to get three of either kind to either succeed and basically get stabilized or die forever. If any amount of healing comes to you at all, you're back out of death savings and you're back under your feet. Strategically, I have to try to say, Freddy, I'm going to. But character-wise, Daryl would not use this for anybody other than Payton. I'm just going to say, because I put my hand behind him, I'm just going to say that I don't see. I assume that Payton did not get hit by the spell in this spur-of-a-moment thing. And I use, uh, it's just, pain's mental, dude, pain's mental. And I use my spirit shield to uh, reduce some of Glenn's damage, too. So four damage. So I have, I'm at four. You have four HP. Okay, so you're not knocked down. So you didn't get knocked down, yeah. And that was a reaction. Okay, so now's my turn. Yes. I would like to propose what this is what I would like to do. And I get two actions as a bard. I mean, as a bard, as a barbarian. And <laughs> is, then I can they, use, is it two of any action or is it two actions? From now on, I always attacking. get two attacks. Two attacks. Two okay, attacks, cool. Sorry. That's that's specifically different. And yeah. then as a bonus action, I can enter uh, rage. Well, sure. I'm just going to do it. As a bonus action, I enter rage. Okay. Um, obviously, I'm fucking angry because I just saw my friends get nailed. And I think I now realize I can I can feel his little limp body start like tipping over behind <laughs> oh, me, no. and I know that Peyton's got hurt too. And I'm already it's been a long time since up. we heard kids in this podcast. Yep. Huh? I'm going to say that either either I had the sword, or actually I think uh, Henry would have had it. But I think if he turned into a sparrow, it just dropped. Um, would make sense. Here's what I would like to do: is I, I would like to shove the sword into the ground, like find like a nook, and then grab Peyton. And Ron, oh. and then extend it oh, so I fly backwards like a javelin. Oh. Yes, as far back as I, I'm gonna go, like a hundred yards, That's just like great. zip line away as quickly as I can. Oh, That's what a cool move! Very fucking cool. What yeah. a okay, cool move. Um, so let's see. Let's let's have you roll. We're gonna have you roll strength to see if you can hold on to the sword while you're doing this. Okay, let's just roll strength save. Oh, I get advantage on strength checks. There we go. Great. Oh, there we go. There we go. And my strength is plus three, so that's uh, 18. You managed to hold your grip on the sword, so describe what happens to me. I essentially wedge it into, like, you know, two pieces of cobblestone as deep as I can. Mm-hmm. So it's at, like, a probably, like, 20-degree angle, like, 30-degree <laughs> angle. So as I go back, like, 70 yards, I'm only, like, 20 you, Wait, wait, wait. High. Sorry. You go ahead and do that. I'm going to do some trigonometry yeah, really yeah. quick. <laughs> Whatever angle gets me not so high that when I let go, it, like, we fall and, like, really hurt ourselves. So it's, like... Yeah, essentially just like zipping ourselves backwards. I wedge it, and then I, is it like a spell? How do you, how do you extend it? You just think you it? You just think extend, yeah. But so as I do <laughs> that, as I do that, I grab paralyzed Ron. <laughs> just like in real life. Who's, yeah. who's, who's, who's canonically, he's like, very. Like a, like a boner. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a rigid erection. Guys. <laughs> I grab Ron, and I sling him, because well, I'll say this with my two attacks. I sling him on my shoulder, fireman style. Okay. And then I turn, so now I'm holding the sword, like, you know, cool cutlass style, like reverse. Okay. So I'm going to be, like, rocketing forwards. Okay. And then I grab Payton and put him under my arm like a duffel bag. Okay. And then I rocket forward with this okay. sword. Okay, so to grab those two people, you're going to have to make a dexterity save to see if you can hold both of them. Okay. And how many feet are you going, Matt? Full extension? Uh, I'm going to go, yards. like, 60 yards. 60 yards, okay. Yeah. Dexter, come on. Don't drop any of these guys. Oh, my God. Uh, that's a 19 plus one. Wow. So wow. All right. So you, you managed to hold on to both of them. So, so Freddie, have you done your trick yet? Yeah. So if you go at a five degree angle with a hypotenuse of 60 yards, you'll get at the end there 
at uh, 5.23 yards off the ground, which is still pretty high. So you need to be pretty sharp. You know what it is? I think it's a little higher than that because the sword starts bending. Okay. All right. Okay. Can you believe I just failed trig twice? (laughs) (laughs) And as I'm flying, I'm screaming, we could use some help, guys. All the bad dogs hear that and they go. So you see them begin to snap at each other and like do a lot of like one finger in the air rotating very quickly. They're like, round it up, boys. (laughs) Uh, You're going to basically fall about 20 feet, I presume, with that kind of an angle. It's so, kind of like bending. Yeah. So sure, yeah. You can it, I mean, it's not going to be that bad. It's 2d6 of damage. It's a little cooler if I falling. take some damage. Anyways. Well, no, yeah. And I want to be clear. Doesn't he have to roll a dex save for it? Because he's managed to fall from high places and roll out of it every single time so far. Because he's got that stuntman blood in him. Well, he's holding oh, every... Oh, this is that stunt all right, action. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. You can do a dex save to see if you do no damage at all. For a stunt. You got to do a stunt. This is 17 plus one. Yeah, <laughs> baby! Oh, stuntman yeah. blood! All right, how did you fucking land with these two? The way it works is I actually don't fall. It slowly bends flawlessly, so I land like a graceful ballerina on the ground. I slowly place Payton down on the ground gently, and the sword handle, as it goes, like, zipping back, connects with uh, (laughs) Stampler and, like, flings them all the way up in the air like, you know, like a pole vault. And it comes flinging back down to earth, and then I just reach out and I grab, <laughs> and I grab Stampler too, and then lay and then lay Stampler down next to. And though next, and though I'm like near, very near death, Peyton. I just make a, a like oh, <laughs> a damsel adjacent expression. So wait, you got Ron and Payton off? Yes. Okay, so Glenn is still there. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, maybe Glenn, rephrase, that. rephrase that. Rephrase that. Rephrase that. I quick. said what I said. <laughs> Glenn is still there, but he's not dead. I saved him. Okay. Ron is paralyzed, but near Daryl, and it is now your turn to make a death save. Okay. And if you get a 20, that's two successes. If you get a one, that's two failures. Okay. 15. That's one success. Mark that down. So you need three to get stabilized and get back on your feet. And three fails is dead. Three fails is dead. All right. Glenn, it is your turn. You are not down because of uh, uh, the spirit shield. So what do you want to do? It feels like there's not much I can do here. You, want to run. you can you could shout some specific things to the bad dogs because you still haven't told them what tactics you'd like them to take or oh or any of that that's stuff. right that's right um okay so really quick guys I want to get a read from everyone I can do either fireworks or smoke fireworks target explodes a dazzling display each creature on ten feet must succeed on Constitution saving floor or become blinded smoke thick black smoke spreads out from the target at twenty foot radius and it's the area is heavily obscured smoke persists for a minute what do you think would be help, more helpful there. Smoke. They probably have good constitution. Smoke's gonna fuck us up though, too, isn't no, it? Everybody's You're gone. Away. I'm the only yeah. one there. Yeah, I'm assuming like smoke would make it hard to do like point of sight spells. Yeah, line of stuff. sight would fuck up. It would probably you get disadvantage or or certainly have a harder time moving through it. What's nice about smoke is that it affects everybody. Yeah. Whereas, Freddie, like the- if you're gonna smoke these guys out, I feel like it's not pyrotechnics. <laughs> it's the omega blunt. Yeah, You've yeah, been hiding yes, in your sleep right. the yeah, what entire we're time. About? There's you're only right. one answer for Glenn, which I is have, to smoke it out. I have okay. I have in my genes this entire time a device of my own creation <laughs> called the Omega Vape. And here's what it is. The problem with most vapes is that they rely on your lung capacity to draw in, you know, whatever you got going on. The Omega Vape blows past those oh physical my barriers. Goodness. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single. Uh, this is the spell Pyrotechnics, which is a bard spell. But I'm going to use the smoke sort of subclass of this. I'm going to smoke them out with this thick cloud of smoke in a 20-foot radius, which will completely obscure 
and uh, a strong wind will dissipate it. What flavor? Did, what <laughs> strong wind will what? dissipate it, huh? Like maybe the <laughs> oh, wings yeah. of a dragon beating. <laughs> it's also galing winds. Those like seventy mile per hour yeah, winds. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of wind ever. All right, so let me you back do up. that immediately. All the smoke shows up <laughs> yes, and immediately really. moves away. Oh, no. My vape. But hold on. But, but hold you on. see for a second. You see Bill Close just roll his fucking eyes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If there's a single vape that can instantly create twenty foot class smoke. Anyone who is not attuned to the bud is going to be affected. <laughs> so I think there's some fucking constitutional saves going to be rolled yeah. here. Like, could you imagine yeah, getting it's like, it's blasted? Like a, a reverse dust devil of weed. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would say, but then Glenn has to make the constitution save as well. But he gets I agree. Because he's used to it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That, that means everybody around you needs it. it means, that means Daryl. That means Ron. No, no, no. no, no. It's, it's a 20-foot radius. You're 60, 60 yards, yards away. Oh, oh you away. didn't grab him, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ne- yeah, just to be clear, I'm next to them. I'm the only oh, dad right, right. next okay, to sorry. them right Okay, sorry. Okay, so yes. Let me describe what this is. I activated the Omega Vape, which created a 20-foot cloud of the dankest juices. Uh, it's like a strawberry <laughs> flavor, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably like a strawberry <laughs> flavor. But... As a defensive mechanism, like a skunk or or a squid, <laughs> I, I believe that this California legal Kush is probably going to affect these old timers who haven't had anything stronger than anything they've ever. Right, that shit's strong as fuck now, dude. Well, so here's the thing: you're correct. Usually, they'd get disadvantage on their Constitution saving throws. Yeah, but because of the strong winds, they get advantage. So they cancel each other out. So they're just going to get straight ass Constitution rolls. That's fair. Okay, so Daryl just like. Fucking flew sixty yards with a sword and like caught like Payton and Ron and placed them down and turns around and just sees Glenn just vaping, sm- vaping after on using the his spiritual ancestors to prevent, <laughs> to prevent Glenn from him. dying. This is why you protected him. <laughs> I just see him. Vaping you knew exactly on the what would happen. This is the most on brand move for Glenn <laughs> in the history of on brand moves, and you're just just. You go ahead and make your Constitution say first. Um, that's gonna be a. 15, and this is a con 14 for... 14. Okay, cool. So you're fine. So Bill Close is going to roll. 17, he's fine. He's used to it. Yeah, he's like, Ugh. Where, do you th- where do you think you fucking got yeah, it from? Exactly. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Willie uh, takes an inhale and like his eye, his pupils dilate just a little <laughs> bit. Like, Sitar music starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that is that is your turn. Um, so I'm going to take the opportunity to run then. Okay. 15 feet, I guess. Yeah, you get to run 15 feet. So you're still going to be on the bridge. You're going to be at like, you know, he can get a full move and still catch up to you if that's what he wants to do. I mean, what else can I do? Guys? No, no, yeah, you like, should definitely. Fine. I'm running. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, welcome I'm to D&D. We're on your turn. You can do some army. stuff. Yeah. I'm running towards an army. That's the only time. Like, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Now, granted, it's running away from my dad, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it is Henry's turn. Henry, you were in the grip of a dragon. Henry's thrashing around in the grip of this dragon. He looks up into his father's eyes and a language he's never spoken before, druidic, flies mm. out of his mouth. And he says, father, why are you doing this? What, what's going on? So your father looks down at you with his big dragon eyes and he like coughs. He was previously speaking dragon tongue, but now you hear druidic come from him. And he goes like, oh, I see you're beginning to remember, aren't you? Who you truly are. That door in Henry's brain starts to crack a little bit more and a vision of, all right, what's the biggest fucking bird I can turn into? Like in D&D land. Uh, D&D birds. <laughs> D&D birds? You could turn into a giant eagle, a giant okay, vulture, yes, a giant yes. duck, a giant canary. Giant duck, please. Stymphalian giant bird? What the fuck duck. is a stymphalian giant okay. bird? duck. Uh, Quack. Okay. Quack. Quack. (laughs) The door in Henry's mind cracks, and for an instant, a flash occurs to him of a giant duck. 
The size of how big are ducks in fucking Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, a giant duck is 11 feet tall and five feet wide. <laughs> oh, shit. That's incredible. Hell yeah. All right. So Henry turns into a giant duck to try to break out of his father's grasp. Awesome. Okay. So he's going to try to roll dexterity with disadvantage because he didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> and then fi- and, and, and Henry looks into his dad's eyes and druidic and says, duck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you also, so that's also a pretty good dad joke. So you have D4 of damage you can do to anybody. I'm doing it to him, clearly. Do it to Freddy just to finish him off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how much damage did you do? Uh, I did one damage to him. Okay, so you do one damage and you see his eye almost begins to twitch and you're like, oh, here it is, here it is. This is what one damage to my daddy is going to feel like. And then you hear this like it's in your mind it's like when you play a video game and a video game is trying to convince you that a character cannot take damage because when you shoot them it goes ping uh, uh and there's the like a shine. metallic ping thing yeah you hear a metallic ping uh as he goes like oh oh that was adorable on so many levels that was that was good you'll oh, do better next time I, ricochet. I can see how hard you're trying he goes ho 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 this is a boss fight that's gonna end in a cutscene. there's no way you can beat me right now uh do i break out of his grasp so yes you do so he fails to hold on to you so you are now an 11-foot-sized uh, <laughs> duck. All right. Uh, is flying free. I'm going to pull up fucking Lord of the Rings and swoop down to grab Glenn. Okay. Nice. So go ahead and roll dexterity to see if you can grab him in your webbed feet, which are not very yeah, good for grabbing I'm going to use my bill, dog. Put it oh, up. Put okay. it on my bill. So, so, then, <laughs> so duck bills are pretty brutal. Like, they can actually do a lot of damage. Oh, so can roll, they? Oh, r- shit. No, it's fine. It just means you have to roll dexterity to make sure you don't, like, crush him. You do the collar. You're, like, going for the shirt. Yeah, you're going for a yeah. little shirt. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, that's a 17 plus 2, my dude, 19. Okay, so describe how you pick up uh, so Glenn. So I'm swooping with big duck arms, and I come in like at a sharp angle, and I bank at the last minute and like go sideways like you're in uh, Star Fox, and you're trying to get through one of those little <laughs> gates to get like a little power uh, yeah, up. Holding L or R. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> I open my bill up, and I just kind of like, huh, like I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of whack on him like on the sides, and then I pivot out, and I fly out. Okay, cool. And um, he shouts, Affleck! <laughs> so now it is the bad dog's turn. So the bad dogs can see that basically all of you are pretty distant from all of the bad guys. Okay, so now you actually have to make some stakes in the ground. How many archers did you get? How many pikemen did you get? How many shield bearers did you get? I feel like the last time we left it, it was Freddy's dumb, like, one of each attack turtle move. So, so I think like it 30, should be 30, that. 30, 30, 30, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, 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 it's, so it's whatever. It should be an ESPN 30 for 30 yeah. for 30. 60, 66, 66, and 66. And then and they killed one guy. <laughs> <laughs> one guy's Doug. They think really literal? No, no, one guy's Doug who has no ability. Yeah, 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 Doug. <laughs> okay, so 66 archers pull back their bows, and before they fire, they go, pick a target. <laughs> oh, they're talking to us, guys. They're talking to you. Yeah. Oh, tell um, him who to shoot at. Daryl's like, dragon! Okay. Hopefully Henry's not mad that I pointed all the arrows at his dad. <laughs> I'm just screaming dragon. It sort of been a great time for one of us to have like a dad laser pointer to just like boop the dragons. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we still have one more thing we can get from Fry's. Do you want to get a laser pointer from Fry's right now? I think, be, I think it would be really stupid not to get a battery solar charger. <laughs> a solar charger? Yeah, for, like, but the- you didn't get cables with it. So of all the arrows that got shot, 22 of them hit. Uh, so they're going to do five piercing damage. Five piercing damage each or five total? Okay. I love that Doug, the one thing he has is like this eagle eye ability to commentate. He's like, oh, 22 of those hit. (laughs) (laughs) So Doug's like, 22 of those hit about each of them did five damage. So that's uh, it's about 110 damage on that dragon. It's pretty good. He's like, he's like, he's a golf commentator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, okay. So unlike when Henry told the dad joke, you can see that the arrows actually sink into his body 
and he's a dragon, so he very quickly shakes them all out. But you could see some blood drawn by these arrows. So your dad, Barry Oak in dragon form, has taken 110 damage, and he shook it off pretty easily, but he did take the damage. Okay, so now the shield bearers are going to move up. They're going to dash basically to try to get on the bridge. They're going to try to go for sort of a Thermopylae thing and try to block the bridge from the, the other dads, or the bad dads, what if, if you're okay with that. did not have mercenaries with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, God we argued for four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> Ultimately, looking back, right decision. Uh, and then 66 pikemen follow them as well. So they, they sprint up. Actually, here's the question. So they're going to have to run past you on the way there. Do you want them the to air. form a phalanx? Around, no, not you. Sorry. To Daryl and Hayden and they Ron. already Dimidome vaulted 60 yeah. yards back. Like backwards, right? Yeah. So they're going to run past you on the way to the bridge. So do you want them to stop near you and like form a phalanx? Do you want to have some of them form a phalanx around you or do you want to have all of them run up to the bridge? I say, protect the boy. And I like, I essentially motion for about like 20 of them to stay and like make a shield around me with the two bodies next to me. You're basically going to have 10 shield bearers and 10 pikemen surround you and do a phalanx thing yes. in case somebody tries to get close. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because there's still like a dragon also. Right. So 56 Henry already got close. <laughs> Ooh. So 56 shield bearers and 56 yes. pikemen run up to the bridge and they spend their whole actions getting there in a dash. Okay. So it is the bad dad's turn again. First, Bill Close. So he sees all this crazy shit happen and he is going to How far away are you, Glenn? Well, I picked him up. Oh, you picked him up. So you're in the sky, but you're probably like Still pretty close, I would imagine. Yeah, you're within 60 feet. Well, how far can a large duck go? <laughs> I what's love the, this. The, I love Layden. What is the airspeed velocity? My favorite duck? part of the podcast is when I pull a new animal out of my ass. <laughs> I've done no research, and then I make Anthony answer all my questions about it. <laughs> so let's say uh, you're you're whatever distance he can run. You're still within sixty feet. So hold on. So ducks are forty to sixty miles an hour. Okay. And wait, if, real ducks? Yeah. Well, amazing waterfowl facts. Ducks.org is telling me. <laughs> oh my god! That waterfowl. Somebody at ducks.org duck is like, guys, we got another hit. We got another hit. <laughs> a big duck would probably go slower, and he's got Somebody's your weight. Somebody's got new home. Well, page. no, because no, that's not quite necessarily the case. Because the big duck has larger force, right? Like, yeah, but gravity's acting on it. It's why Godzilla can't exist because he's too big, and like he would not be able to move. Okay, well, if we're in Godzilla can't exist land, <laughs> by the way, you are within range of Bill Close's. Calm emotion spell. So he is going to aim up at Henry and Glenn, and both of you are going to have to make a charisma saving throw. Oh. Glenn's going to react with mental barrier. Now, mental barrier allows me to protect my mind with a wall of looping repetitive thought. In this case, the lyrics to living on a prayer. I'm just like, <laughs> we're halfway there. Okay, so that Whoa. means... We're halfway there because it's got to be a quick loop. Yeah. What does that mean? You get advantage on the roll or you don't have to roll? That means I got advantage on that shit, Okay, so both of you give me a constitution roll. Okay. Or sorry, charisma rolls. So this is a charm spell, right? Yes. Okay, so... um, It turns out ducks are immune to being charmed. (laughs) No, um, so... Henry, as part of his traits, is like because I kind of spec him as a wood elf back when we did these characters. He has fate ancestry, which grants him advantage on saves against being charmed. Ooh! So I get this one with advantage. Okay. Both of you get advantage. Bill Close wasted his fucking turn. Shit! I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna need it again. I'm gonna burn my inspiration from that dead joke. Oh my god! Woof! Strikeout. Okay. So what about you, Glenn? I have thirteen plus six, nineteen. Okay. So. You are just as rowdy as ever, but Henry, you suddenly feel this very zen sense of calm come over you. It's like it's like the tightness in your stomach that's been here ever since you came to Castle Ravenloft just sort of relaxes and you feel like, oh, wait, this is when I pass the retainer. (laughs) 
<laughs> One of the bad dogs near below, like something hits him on the head. He's like, what the fuck? And, um, so you relax completely, which includes relaxing your grip on, on Glenn. So Glenn, you're going to make a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. So you're going to fall 30 feet, which will be 3d6. Oh my God. Oh my God. If, you, if you save, it'll only take like... Well, he's only four health. So. <gasps> 19 plus 6, 25 on the deck saving throw. Deck 25? Holy shit. Wait, how's your deck 6? I don't know, Matt. It's because the fucking thing on my computer with my character sheet tells me this. I don't know how this fucking math works, dude. What do I look like? Gary Gygax? I don't Wait, know how this works. It's just, a, it's a, plus six. Specifically, just did a trigonometry No, it's just specifically problem. dexterity because like the normal stats don't have like that high stuff. It's, yeah, right? it's just plus 6 to dexterity? Or is saving it six? throw modifiers. Wow. Oh. Okay, cool. And now look, to be fair, I have zero strength. I have negative one wisdom. Everything else is like one or zero. There's a whole section... Guys, you know there's a whole section called Saving Throws Modifiers, which I did not know. Oh, I've just been Christ. doing the plus on the top. I've been getting plus six. I have plus six on strength. God. But, I mean, for saving throws, which is different. Yeah, 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 and Constitution, though. Oh, yeah. Which I've done a lot, and yeah. i only been doing plus three on that. Anyways, only, t- only took us a year, ladies and yep. gents. Um, okay, so you take 1d3 of damage. Oh. That's fine. I so, have four, so. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I have one damage. Okay, cool. So yeah, you land. All right. A light scuff. Just a light oh, scuff. You took one damage, so you have three damage left. Yeah. Barry Oak sees his son get very, very calm. So uh, it's just our, to be clear, am I in front of our bad dogs or am I behind the lines? You, oh, sorry. You are uh, in front of the bad dogs still because you're within 60 feet. Okay. So you have to, you'll have to run through them. Okay. So he's on the bridge. Yeah, you're on the bridge still. Okay. At least I did not drop you over the abyss. No. That's true. Yes. Barry Oak sees his son get calm and chill and he's like that's exactly what i would say that's exactly what you need to do i'm so i am so proud of you so i uh, we'll talk about this later i think if you move through your vinyasa a little bit more cleanly i think you'll actually be able to feel in this kind of like vibe all the time but we'll, we'll talk about that later uh daddy's gonna go eat some people be right back and so he lands on the bridge and transforms into a giant scorpion and he is going to oh shit it's ruby weapon guys so he's going to move forward <laughs> and engage the bad dogs. He's going to swipe his poisonous tail from left to right in this like arc and try to hit the front 20 guys. Is this going to hit Glenn too? No, I don't think he would because he's got a big old long tail so he can like arc it over them. It's like a big old jump rope. And it's Glenn's like, a big like old on the dash. ground. Or and Glenn's on the ground. Um, in a blade pose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, but your Obviously. wrist like turned just a little bit. Just it was a little just, like, too much. You're in a blade pose and this like scorpion arm goes like right over his head like whoo. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be actually kind of cool looking. Yeah. So he's going to roll an attack on the front 20 bad dog shield men. So that's going to be... Work for the Romans. They took down Hannibal. It's elephants. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Oh, boy. So I'm going to assume that's going to hit him. So there's 20 of them. I will use roll the die.net and have them roll 20 separate times. So Whoa. It's that galaxy brain DM energy right oh, now. Die.net? Yeah, I know. I'm going there, too. This episode brought to you by ducks.org and roll a die.net. <laughs> I know what I was two, expecting, three. but it's pretty much what you think it is. It turns out roll a die.net looks exactly like <laughs> you would expect. All right, I'm going to Google it. Uh, fine. Oh my God, this is exactly how I pictured it. It's everything. Just like I in the dr- simulations. <laughs> Just like in the simulations. All right. So 13 of the bad dogs manage to keep their shields up and ping his stinger, like bing, 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 like bounces off of them but seven of them are not quite quick enough. They begin to get their shields up, but not quite in time. So the stinger bounces up off the shield and hits them in the neck as it goes by and just sort of slices at them. And if it weren't for the fact that their necks have been sliced open, the green poison that you can see sort of seeping into their veins would kill them off. And they just like, they just drop. 
and they are dead. Ooh, it's like some Starship Troopers shit right now. Man. So you have seven fewer shield bearers. I guess it's more money for the rest of everybody else. More money for the rest of them. It's just, that's why they're able to keep the morale. Like, that's the, the secret of the Bad Dogs so Mercenary Guild. Is that secretly, they know that anyone who goes down, they split the money better. Well, it's like a tontine or something like that. <laughs> okay, so now Willie Stampler. Glenn is in, is in range. He's going to walk up. I had to look that Willie's up. Well, an annuity shared he by is- subscribers to a loan or a common fund, increasing as subscribers die until the last survivor enjoys. Lo- yes, that is exactly it. Thank you. So Willie is high, and uh, he could do something More like Willie Nelson, am I right? (laughs) So he could do the strategically smart thing, or he could do the thing that he thinks is going to be kind of fun. So he he walks up until Glenn is within range. He points at you, he snaps his finger, and he casts harm. So give me a constitution saving throw. Three, I'm going to burn my inspiration from a dad joke previously and go again. 15 plus one, 16. So harm is necrotic damage that sort of infects you from inside. It unleashes a virulent disease on you. Mm-hmm. And it does, so this is going to sound bad, it does 14d6 necrotic damage on an unsuccessful save. On a successful save, it does half, so he did 22 damage to you. But the thing about harm is that it cannot actually take your target's hit points below one. Whoa. But the most intense pain you have uh, ever felt in your entire oh life no. racks your body from the inside. It's like you are on fire from, it's like acid is eating you out from the chest outward. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> phrasing <laughs> once again. Oh, Interesting. From within, from the chest. You know what? The damage is done. The damage is done. insane. It is like you're, I fucked that up real bad. Oh no. So it's uh, like, you all see it. Beth was like almost asleep. She's just sitting here very calmly. <laughs> the moment he said, she popped up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you have very funny. You have one damage, and you were in the most intense and horrible pain you've ever been in your entire life. And Willie goes like, huh. so God. it did, but it did like two damage. It did twenty two damage or whatever the hell. But but it, he only took him down yeah. two hit points, right? Exactly. So it's like stepping on a Lego, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like your entire body is stepping on Legos from. It's the like inside. you're passing a kidney stone. That's yeah. a Lego. Or it's like, oh, oh God, no. that's great. Actually, you oh. know what? You know what? That's exactly what it is. All the shit I said about it eating you out. No, that's like, it's a. You're passing a Lego. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so now it is Daryl's turn. Okay, so I'm behind the people with the shields, and Glenn is passing a kidney stone on the bridge. And <laughs> He's passing a Lego. Yeah, there's a Lego kidney stone. And are you just, like, floating? Are you just, like, casually... Like it's like still. Yeah, what happened forward? after I zend out? I'm you're still kinda, flying, you're, you're, right? It's like you know, like it looks like you're floating in a pool of water that's been like splashed once, and the waves are sort of rippling. It's like you're doing that, but in the air, where you're just kind of like hovering. In uh, space. I think it's like his controller turned off, and he's just. Oh right, because ducks can't hover. <laughs> yeah, so you're just sort of drifting through the air like a glider with your arms out, just sort of floating with no particular direction. So you got send. You got send these bad dogs to come okay, pick so, up my. My yeah, life. so I grab two of the, I guess, pikemen, because they'd be behind the shield guys, and I say, bring them to the van, and I point to Peyton and uh, Ron. Mm-hmm. Does the mercenary army have any, like, doctors or anything? Is there, like, a medic associated with this army? That feels like something they'd feels have. feels like Doug would have something to do with it. Doug, yeah, Doug's probably got a first aid kit back at the van. I feel like we should try, he, yeah. Doug should try to stabilize Ron and Peyton. Oh, so also, I forgot to do Peyton's first death save. <gasps> And he rolls a five, which is not enough. So that's one failure. Is he, is he like, is his, are his eyes open or anything? His eyes are open, but nobody is home. Oh my God. I'm I go, so You're going to be okay, out. buddy. I look at soldiers. I guess Doug's here too. And I say, get them out of here and take care of them. Okay. So uh, the bad dogs will on their turn, they grab him and they will start moving. And Doug will basically be, it'll be like ER where he's running with them, trying to heal Peyton as he goes. <laughs> okay. And then I, I guess I lift up the sword, which is still 
It's like a catapult now, so isn't like it? 60 yards. How much tension is I on that I was going to bring it down on... 300 pounds. We well, need some well, help. Yeah, I'll do. Strength check, baby. He's yeah, a I'll fucking barbarian. Check. He's okay. got other people with him. He's got people with him. Okay, so... the disadvantage also, also, adrenaline. It's like, this is like lifting a car up that's like rolled over my kid or Wait, something. Daryl, Daryl, also remember, remember, you can also... You can retract it to when it's a, like the size of a dagger, raise that's it, true. activate it, and then no, bring it down. Daryl knows that Darryl you can bring a, it down on the true. arc when you're measuring your room in your house. You don't take the whole thing all the way out and try to measure the room. You start with it really small. <laughs> well, but first you play around with it like it's a lightsaber. Yes, yeah, yeah, you make the lightsaber. And then you see how far you can make it go before it breaks. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys talking about penises? Or yeah, we're talking like about penises. Tape measure. Okay. <laughs> tape measure. <laughs> Everything a man says is also about his. Yeah, I mean it's both. It can be many things. Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming like everybody just like kind of like has ran around like making sure they're not touching the sword. So I retract it and I lift it up and then I shoot it up a hundred <laughs> <I> yards. <laughs> I shoot up a hundred yards. I come. I come. <laughs> I make my metaphorical dick a hundred yards long <laughs> and I point it straight into the sky and I go split. So that everybody, so that I won't bring it down on any of the soldiers. Oh, so they all cool. move away. And I kill Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> and I slam, and I, and I bring my, my massive unit down onto the scorpion. This okay. is peak Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is so okay. fucking so metal. Glenn, this is why it was made. So Glenn, make a disadvantaged dexterity roll. I'm, 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 like, I'm definitely be... not aiming it. I'm aiming it away from Glenn. <laughs> I know, but it's a, a it's a big sword. Okay, okay, and B, fine. he was like directly behind Can I roll dexterity to make sure I don't hit Glenn also? I'm aiming it. Oh, sure, 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 sure. I'm you, aiming my... <laughs> Beth is completely Beth gone. Is out. The one in friendly fire. It's <laughs> the, the combination of eating out and then going... <laughs> oh my God, this is the fucking dumbest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> ass and eating out and coming with a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like this episode. This is a fun episode. Um, I don't know what number I'm supposed to save two, but I got 16. You got a 16? Yeah, I got 15 plus one. Okay, so that means it cancels out your disadvantage from being so in regular pain. So it's a regular dexterity roll. saving roll. But the boom. 18. 18 plus six. Okay. Woo. Describe how you dodge out of the way of this fucking sword. I think, it's just pure, like I think it's just pure luck. I'm writhing around so much. <laughs> yeah. can, it's harder to hit a moving target. So just by pure luck, I'm just out of the way. <laughs> okay. So what happens is... I'm just like... Ah, ah, <laughs> it's just like I'm over. <laughs> God. <laughs> So all the bad dogs do exactly what you said when you said split, because that was a great one word order. So they just immediately move to the sides like you're parting the Red Sea. And the sword comes down. So he succeeds on his evasion roll. And uh, the scorpion, as it's coming at it, it dodges out of the way deftly. How big is the scorpion, though? He's big, but I mean, how, how big is the blade? Did you bring it down flat end? Or no, I'm just imagining that end? the scorpion is like the size of the bridge. So I'm just imagining the scorpion doesn't really have anywhere to go. But you know, yeah, you no, he like he did the he fucking he did a uh, you know like on an AC Star Fox barrel the, roll. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Basically, he like okay. went up on his two left legs and then like okay. ching, and it like went down right next to him. Or he's so, like an insect, so he could just kind of like go upside down, maybe. Oh, I guess yeah, he could go on the bottom of the bridge. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, he sees it coming and he just goes. As it, it, it climbs under Dude. the bridge and sort of stays there, just like every spider that you ever not known was next to you in your entire <laughs> life, oh, which is no. most spiders. No. Um, uh, it's also going to come down on Willie's head, and Willie's going to roll. Oh, cool. Oh, he's got to do it with disadvantage because he's high. Still cool. So, <laughs> no. so the Dimidom sword comes down at Willie's head, like perfectly going to split his bald head in twain. And uh, he's like still chuckling about all the pain that Glenn is in. 
And then right as it's about to hit him, like a millimeter away from his fucking head, with insane lightning speed, his hand comes up and grabs the sword. Who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) And black ooze starts to come from his veins in his hand and travels down the length of the sword and is uh, beginning to creep towards you, essentially. And you Uh, feel it getting more brittle in your hand. Okay, so he's he's like got death magic. Uh, okay, so that was. If he was a Magic the Gathering player, he would have an all black. Deck. All black, yeah. all black. Ron, it is now. You're you're not. Right. You gotta get the Destinies again. Yeah. Oh shit. Fudge. Fudge. I got a five. I failed. That's another failure. So yep. you have. I have one, one success, success, one failure. failure. Okay, cool. It is now Freddy's turn. Um, I'm still racked with pain, right? Can I do anything here? Uh, yeah, no, it, it doesn't like, it's not an ongoing effect. It just means until it's your next turn, you have a disadvantage. So I'm like good now. <laughs> See, you're basically fine. Like you had the most horrible pain you've ever had, but now it's passed. This battle like is gone. like prisoner of Azkaban for Ron and Hermione. It's like <laughs> Hermione turns into a cat and just is not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, Ron's just passed out. I'm sorry, Ron. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to get up and be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And also then, taking any damage when you're calm will make you not calm anymore. So if somebody hits Henry, he'll be out of it. Okay. But is Henry like, I assume Henry's gliding towards the van at this Correct. point. Yeah. He's actually going in kind of the right direction. Oh, okay. Well, I think you're going to naturally kind of solve that problem on your own. <laughs> the man gravity's going to do its work. So I'm close enough to get behind the lines now at this point, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. So just to clarify so far in the battle, Glenn has smoked a vape. Ron died. Henry turned into a duck and then just glided around. And then Daryl fucking blade leapt off a giant sword, rescued two people, <laughs> launched an attack with an entire army, and then fucking judo chopped a huge sword down on the two biggest bad guys in the entire game. Well, don't tell yourself short. You also tried to pick up Glenn and then, and then dropped, dropped him, him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to run. I think like Daryl's shirt is also like kind of ripped now. You All know, right. like exposed. Yeah. Stop it. We've, we've established that he's hotter now. Uh, well, not hotter, skinnier. No, he's, uh, he's getting uglier because he's the Chris Pratt paradox. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're actually, it's getting less sexy the more <laughs> exposed you get. So I'm going to run past the uh, line of defense. Okay. And, like, and also, you know, give some encouraging words. Basically. Hey, guys, you're doing a good job. You're killing it out here. Good I'm going to give bardic inspiration to the entire army Great. as I run by. Fantastic. Freddie, can I point of order? Would it not be you singing You've Got the Touch by Stan Bush oh, to 100%. this army? I'm like, yeah, everyone, you guys are doing great. You got the touch. And I'll wait, and I'm waiting for them to respond. And I realize they don't. They, they, they don't know the lyrics. I'm like, it's, it's, it's you got the power, guys. It's a call and response. Like you got the touch, and then all of them go. You got, you got the power, and they feel inspired. Great. So One d eight for ten minutes. Any ability check, attack roll, or saving roll. Fantastic. So that's their buff, and that's I'm huge. running past. More like um, now that's a bonus action. So I'm going to take the time also here to cure my wounds because I'm too low. I heard that, Beth. Thanks, Matt. Good. I'm going to cast a, what was it? my fatty cure wounds. So that's 4d8 plus 3. So. Right. so it was a dad joke? It was a dad joke. Okay, yeah. cool. So then you get a d4 of damage to redirect wherever you want, and you get inspiration whenever you want. Oh, fabulous. I should lie about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you're unconscious, and you're still like, whatever the dad joke you just said was, just sort of comes out of your lips out uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's that, Ron? More like barking inspiration. <laughs> I healed 23 Ooh, big boy. So 20. Who girl are keeping your spell slots counted and stuff? Yeah, too. yeah, I'm, I have it there. You can't just go willy nilly. Really, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm up at uh, 23 health now. Okay, cool. So, uh, Henry, it is your turn. Okay, what can I do with all my Zen shit? You can do whatever you want to as long as it sort of makes sense personality wise, because the Zen guy wouldn't attack. 
A Zen guy, I wouldn't do that. But am I aware that I'm in danger? Like, what's the, what is my deal? It's, you're aware, you're aware of everything. It just kind of doesn't bother you that much. Like, you feel like it's going to be fine. Like, we've gotten out of worse scrapes than you're this. You objectively have not. The, but you're you listening like, to the uh, end theme song of this podcast is what it is. It's like me on an airplane after I have like three out of vans. Okay. Yeah. I got Matt on three out of vans energy. Okay. Yes. So I'm just going to keep gliding. Like, I'm just going to be like, wow, like the, this is a crazy place and a crazy time we're in. I feel really connected to everyone, even the people that are trying to kill me and like my Get dad, who I hate. second mini bag of pretzels. Why don't you? Yeah, you know, treat myself. Uh, so I'm just going to glide towards the, uh, oh, but you know, I do. I feel like I would see that Ron is in distress, right? Like, because mm-hmm. Ron is like, you know, not doing so hot right now, right? Correct. Yeah. Can I, I cast spells in duck form? <laughs> <laughs> no, you would have to shape shift back into your human form. Oh, well, in that case, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Where am I? Am I behind the army now? Yes, you are. All right. So I'm going to glide to the ground and turn back into a human. I see that my friend Ron, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like Ron is like having an experience where he's close to death, but I don't feel like it's Ron's time yet. I still feel like Ron has a lot to experience and explore in this great and wonderful world of ours. So I'm going to help him out right now, and I'm going to cast my third level healing word on Ron. Uh, that's a 3D4 plus three. Great. And the word is? The word is Ron. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. How much do I heal for? Uh, 11 hit points. Oh, wow. So that means you are immediately out of death save territory. You just wow. pop back up. I'm alive. <laughs> um, unfortunately, your turn has already come and gone. Um, oh. <laughs> so so a legendary action is, if you recall, somebody doing something in response to what you've done. So Willie Stampler is going to take a legendary action and he is going to cast Teleport. <gasps> oh, oh man. man, fuck this guy. So, fuck this guy. Yeah. So he, he sort of sees a fracas with all the phalanx of guards and stuff because there must be something important there. <gasps> so he points and he snaps his fingers and suddenly, Daryl, you're still in this circle, right? Yeah. So you suddenly see Willie Stampler just appear oh, right so next creepy. to you. Okay. So that was his reaction, his legendary reaction. Now the bad dogs are going to go. First of all, Doug is going to try to heal Peyton. Good. So he fails, but that doesn't mean he gets an additional death save or anything like that. Uh, It's just there's too much jostling, and the appearance of this guy suddenly has made it very difficult. Doug's like, just put him down. I'll I'll grab him. It's going to come up on the performance review. Um, (laughs) And then all the bad dogs surrounding you turn inward and start stabbing at Willie. It was like 10 pikemen, right? So about one, two, three, four, five people hit him for six damage each. That's 30 damage to Willie. Um, The shield guys also have damage still. They do. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So they'll, they'll roll as well. Wouldn't be intense if we just like all through the dads died. Okay, so that's another 25 damage. So he takes 55 damage as they just sort of start hammering on him and stabbing him. And the spears are like going in, but they like stab and they penetrate the skin. But then he just kind of like bounces his body back and they kind of just come back out. And blood's coming out and everything like that, but it just seems like through sheer force of will, he's just like reducing the damage. Not reducing sheer the force, force of will. Willy. Oh, nice. nice. But he's basically just like too angry to be stopped by this shit. And so all of them do a fair amount of damage to him, but it looks like he's not really in a lot of trouble. He's put, he's bleeding from a bunch of holes. He's got some bruises all over him. But from his personality and from his demeanor, you might as well have tickled him with a feather. So he's going to take another legendary action, and he sees the way that Daryl is looking at Peyton and oh, Doug. No. And he sees Doug putting his hands on this kid, and he says, oh, so you care about this one. <gasps> Don't and even. he points Are with his finger, and it begins to glow green. 
and oh, sh- Doug sees what's about to happen. <laughs> and Beth, look at the dice. I don't want Anthony to. No! This is some horseshit. And Doug leaps in front of Peyton as a bolt of green light <laughs> emanates from <laughs> from oh. Willie Sampler's hand, and it hits Doug. And Doug goes like, "Oh, that's not so." B-. And then he begins to. And he immediately takes eighty-four points of damage. <laughs> Doug! And instantly oh, vaporizes. Doug. He turns. He turns to dust. Oh my god! Ashes to ashes. Doug, Doug to, to Doug. Doug. <laughs> okay, so Doug is now. I can't dead. even pretend that I care. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, no. You're, like, you're about to care because Peyton's about to. Yeah, no, I feel bad. That's the only thing I'm not sad, and that's the only thing that bums me out. Is like he's trying to save Peyton. Okay, so uh, Peyton's gonna death save. That's a five, so another failure. <gasps> One more failed save, and Peyton is dead. Oh, yes. The shield bearers and the pikemen around you, the ten of them, they're going to look to you, Daryl, and be like, get the kid out? I mean, that's, yeah. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So two shield bearers are going to grab him, and one of them's going to put a shield on his back, and one's going to hold a shield forward, and they're going to basically do like a mini phalanx surrounding him, mm-hmm. and they're just going to start sprinting. So they managed to get him away, so now he's away from the phalanx, and they're going to spend their whole turn doing that, so they are outside of dashing distance. The pikemen on the bridge are like, well, he's under the bridge now. We're not quite sure what to do about that. So they kind of like back up and sort of wait for him to show himself. The archers probably just see Bill Close just standing on the fucking bridge. Yeah, what, that's right. What is Bill doing? He's just standing there. Clearly uh, the, the Glen of his trio. Here. Yeah, he's just like, he's just like, uh, and like pointing at stuff. So Bill is just sort of standing on the bridge like, uh, and, uh, and the pikemen's aren't, aren't going to get closer to him to run the risk of getting flanked by the scorpion. But the archers are going to look at Glenn and be like, is he, is that a target? Yes. Okay, cool. So they're all going to attack Bill. All right, so they do another 80 damage, and he's still looking pretty good. Ooh, baby. These are some heavy boys. Uh, You hear the gladiator theme blaring really loudly because you never turn that off. And you see both Lark and Sparrow at the driver's wheel. Fucking Tokyo drip, like not well. Like, like, like it's like it's like a thing where they like kind of they slow the car down and sort of slowly turn it while they're trying to make it like like skid on the ground because they don't quite know how to Tokyo drift. But they basically bring the car in, and you see all of your kids are inside the car. They basically screech to a halt in front of Henry. So now it's the bad dad's turn again. Oh my God, how many turns these guys get? They were just reacting. Yeah, yeah those were just reactions. Okay, I so wish our kids dad... hadn't shown up here. I wish they would drove the other direction. All right, I'm going to speed but this run year, this shit. Year, but this year, you'd go rescue your dad. No, I know, but... Not this dad. Okay, oh, so Barry Oak comes back up onto the bridge, transforms back into his human form, raises a leg and slams it down on the bridge and suddenly pillars of stone shoot out of the bridge upward really quickly and they like send the shield bearers and the pikemen in the front lines scattering like it's just like this like boom and like 20 shield bearers and 20 pikemen fall off of the bridge into the abyss basically and they scream all no they don't scream all the way down because they're fucking professionals um (laughs) oh my god this is devastating they bark they bark bark. yeah they bark yeah so he's an earthbender yeah um, oh, and then, uh, I got you, Matt. Those, those yeah. kind of funny. No, it's, no, it's, it's, very, funny. it's very tough. <laughs> I was trying to understand what, yeah. So it's yeah, like literally he, like, he, he earth bends. I yeah. feel bad that I dunked on your joke like oh, that. I was I'm trying sorry. to make a joke. I was trying to understand that. I was trying to understand, it's how we understand the world. You yeah. Know, yeah. Use metaphors. So everybody flew off. Nobody like flew up in the air and then landed back down. Uh, no, a bunch of them did. Yeah. Oh, so okay, okay, there's okay, about okay. five guys on top of these pillars just being like, uh, we don't have any ranged weapons and we're really high up, but at least we're alive. And then Bill's going to run up and just be like, they're getting away. So that's his turn. And then um, <laughs> and then Willie is going to, for the first time, uh, Daryl, you see him look down and realize for the first time, like, oh, I got stabbed a bunch. That's inconvenient. 
And he just raises out his hands and then just starts running around the center of this phalanx, just slapping people in the fucking face, just like hard and like with a practiced hand. And every single slap that he leaves, leaves a black mark. And just like you saw on the sword, the black starts spreading oh over them and they're, they're, they're screaming and they fall to the ground like in horrible, horrible agony. So that's the dad's turn, the bad dad's turns. How many people does he take out? He takes out 15 people. So where are we now with our mercenary army? So right now you have 66 archers, 31 shield bearers and 30 pikemen left. All right. You still have about two thirds left. All right. Or nice. more, way more than two thirds. Okay. So it is Daryl's turn. So this uh, rot is moving up the sword. Mm-hmm. So I got two attacks because I'm a barbarian. That's what I get to do. And then I have a reckless attack, which means I get advantage. So I saw him slap everybody. All right. Well, I go ahead and I spin the sword. I spin it around. Okay. Like, now, now I'm good at it. So I'm like retracting it, but not enough that like the... the uh, if you retract it, it's going to take the fucking momentum and down the fucking... Okay. So then I spin it and I'm trying to hit him with the rod. Willie? He's like super close and it's a super long sword. Are you sure? Man, just ditch that sword, dude. Huh? Who fuck the sword's done, right? No, I want like, it, but like I, I'm trying to see if it's like if it's like I think it's so big him. at this point, like you can't do that without retracting it a lot. So which which again you can, but it means that the rot will get closer to you. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like it. the idea is that I I'm watching it, so I don't like get close enough to me, and then I that's not how D and D works. You don't get to go like no, I do it, but like really carefully, so yeah. the bad thing that should happen doesn't <laughs> happen to me. I also, I feel like it's going to be Pokemon rules with this rot. Like, like, it, like it doesn't hurt I don't him. know that, like, I mean, this rot came out of his veins, That's remember? Fair. That's fair. Pokemon rules? No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's like water on a water Pokemon. Dude, we just got to get out of here, man. It's time for a tactical retreat. I know, but he's in between me. Where, where is Freddy? Where's, where's Glenn? He's still on the bridge. So basically from left to right, if you're imagining this as a sort of two-dimensional thing, it goes the van, then Henry. Then two mercenaries like pulling Payton out. Then Willie and Daryl and the phalanx of troops and Ron. Yep. And then Glenn. And then the bridge and a bunch of shit going on on the bridge, including Bill Close and uh, the scorpion guy, Barry. And uh, yeah, so okay. that's, that's where everybody is. Okay, so since I have two attacks, can I pull off an attack and then dash or like run? When you want to attack, you can attack twice, but you have to still spend an action to attack at all. Okay, but I can still run. You can still spend both actions to dash, essentially, yeah. Okay, and I have fast movement, so I would run 40 feet. Oh, great. Okay, so I would run out of his range. Yes, well, absolutely. Other than spells. Yeah. Okay, so if you take like, because we've been describing it as a um, tape measure, uh-huh. so especially like really good tape measures, like they're really strong, you pull it out and then you press the button for it to retract and then you let mm-hmm. go. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, <laughs> so I'm doing that with a sword. Okay. Is I'm like holding it so it's like pointing towards him and I'm like retracting as fast as I can and I'm going to let go right when it goes so that like even if it's just the handle, I'm just like sending the sword at really. So he's going to roll. So he, unfortunately, he sees what you're doing and he just like with the least amount of effort possible, moves his head slightly to one side and the handle just misses him completely. They just sort of snap shut down to being a, the size of a tiny switchblade. Yeah. And then the, the black encompasses it entirely and then just sort of melts it away. And then, uh, then I'm running. I'm cool. running with fast speed to, uh, um, I guess I'm following Peyton, but I'm heading towards the minivan. Okay, cool. So that means you basically catch up with the two bad dogs that have And I'm Peyton. screaming, and I scream, Grant, open the door! That is your turn. So, Ron, is now your turn. Okay. Um, you what? actually get to do something now. I'm Hi, sorry. Ron. You were in the phalanx, right? Because he grabbed yes, you. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, okay. you can see your dad, mm-hmm. and you can see ten remaining bad dogs. Okay. I think that I'm going to use Ron's cantrip of thaumaturgy, Daddy's Home, uh, <laughs> a noise... That sounds like the voice of um, Ron's father. Oh, perfect. And I think I'm going to, let's see, what's something that Willie could say that would get the other two to oh, not shit. pursue? Ooh. You could tell them to run away or something. Or, yeah, like, uh, like 
Uh, we'll go, get them go next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, go back to the castle, you fucking idiots. That's great. Yeah. Go back yes. to the castle, you fucking idiots is great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, That's fucking very good. smart. They'll just roll wisdom to see if they can tell that it's not him. <laughs> so they had disadvantage on the rolls because they're very scared of Willy. There's fucking so, Thanos over here. So <laughs> Barry Oak got a natural one. And so he goes, all right, man, whatever you say, man. Okay, not a problem. That's what he says. But oh, he was a scorpion. And he just scurries back into the castle. For some reason, Bill Close rolled pretty well. And he's like, that doesn't. Ah, <laughs> he just sort of shrugs. And so Willie hears that come out of you, essentially. And he looks back and sees Barry Oak running back in the castle. And he turns back to look at you and he goes, that's not what I sound like when I'm trying to be scary. And he leans over with his reaction and he grabs you by the, the scruff of your shirt and he goes, this is what I'm trying to fucking sound like when I'm being scary. So roll wisdom. Okay. Hi, welcome to Willie, the first truly toxic character on, <laughs> on mm -hmm. Daddy's. Okay, I got a 14. Okay, roll again. All right. You got a disadvantage because it's your dad. I got seven. <gasps> okay. So uh, you are uh, so terrified now that... Um, any direction you move, it has to be away from him. He's basically caused fear in you. Okay. Oh, that's good. You can tell that, like, it was less about the strategic value of it and more of just, like, he sees that fear cross your eyes again. He goes, ah, it's been a while since I've seen that. Mm. You, have your, you have your turn. All right. I'm going to run. I'm going to run <laughs> toward the van. Okay, cool. Freddy. Can I? Now, I'm a little bit behind. I'm a little bit lagged here. And there's a willy between me and my boys, my bros, my friends. Mm-hmm. You said you can heal Peyton, right? I don't know if I can. Can I get to Peyton? Peyton's away from me, though. I've got a turn, too, if you can't, you know. I don't think I can. How far away is your spell? Right? How far are you from the van? That's a touch. I'm, I'm the touch. farthest away of everybody. Okay. I've always been the farthest away from the van. You guys are the closest there. I'm going to try and cast Hold Person. Okay. <gasps> oh, okay. Huh? Uh, yeah, go, 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 go. I'm yeah, just yeah, very I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. I have about no choice. I got to clear off the... I got to clear this out. I'm going to try and cast Hold Person. Choose a humanoid, see within range. Target must succeed on wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. And that's a wisdom saving throw of 14. 14? Mm-hmm. Fortunately, he got a 16. I'm sorry. Oh! Ooh. Assuming you're also running, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, so right away, I'm just sprinting, and I'm trying to be like, hey, man, chill! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the first time, it doesn't work. Oh, whoa! <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so now you're basically, you're within him being able to move and hit you if he wants to. All right, Will. So for one, I think, like any dad, the sight of my two boys driving a minivan is going to ruin my chill. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Perfect. All right. So I snap out of it. And I'm like, oh, my beautiful boy. And then they stop the car. I'm assuming four inches in front of my face. He <laughs> almost run me over. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I look and I see how far am I from Peyton? You are definitely within like 15 feet of him. Okay. I'm within 15 feet. So I can't touch it. If I wanted to get in touch range, I'd have to move up to him. Correct. Yes. Okay. You are not within touch distance right now. First thing I am going to do is cast another healing word on Peyton. Okay. And because I'm really freaked out, I'm just going to say Ron again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use another one of my third level spell slots to do that. So that's another 3d4 plus three for Peyton. So he <gasps> and sits back up and goes, oh. Oh, I didn't like that at all. Oh, no. And he's crying. Like, tears are just streaming down his face. He's, for the first time, you see, when you look at Peyton, you just see a scared little boy. Oh, oh Peyton. Uh, he got 10 HP, by the way. I don't know what that does for him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and then I see Glenn running towards us. And I see, you know, and Glenn's pretty- Like a full Tom Cruise cool full sprint. Full Tom Cruise <laughs> across the bridge in Mission Impossible 3 sprint. Okay, sure. And, wow. um... I realize that he's going to be running straight past Willie and he's looking a little worse the wear. 
and I feel something ancestral and ancient spark within me, and I cast Guardian of Nature, which is a fourth level spell. Do you get that when you join with PETA, or does that... (laughs) That's the $100 a month donation level of Greenpeace. A nature spirit answers your call and transforms you into a powerful guardian. The transformation lasts until the end of the spell. You choose one of the following forms to assume primal beast or great tree. I'm turning into a great fucking tree, motherfuckers. And my skin appears barky, leaves sprout from my hair, and I gain the following benefits. Ten hit points, I get a bunch of shit. Okay, Basically, so- I turn into a tree man. So, and, so as you do that, the leaves in your that become your hair or your hair that is now leaves, some of it like wafts down in front of you and takes the shape of Erin O'Neill's face. And she goes, just so you know, this is appropriative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just look at Erin and I'm like, I was going to say something real cool, but now you kind of ruined it. <laughs> sorry, just, so she goes, sorry, sorry, but forget I'm here. Forget I'm here. Wee. And then she goes, the, the leaves go back up into her hair. And don't ever run for office, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the scrolls will come out. Look, I'm two percent tree, okay? Oh, um, God. Uh, so I turn into a giant tree and I stare at Willie and I say, With the ancestral power of the oak, I command you to get thee hence. And I just scream at him, basically. Okay, cool. So you're sort of intimidating him? Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see it's an intimidation check. All right, yeah. Give me a, give me an intimidation roll. Not so hot. I got a five. You got a five. Well, he got a two. <gasps> um, so he just was not expecting a fucking big tree to show up. So for the first time in your life, Ron, you see just a millisecond of fear cross his face. But even that is like more than you ever experienced from Willie Stampler. And basically, he'll have uh, some disadvantage the next time he wants to do something. Um, <laughs> whoa. So now it is the bad dog's turn. So they're basically just going to attack the shit out of him. Everybody's going to attack everybody that they have access to. So all the shield bearers that remain in the archers and the pikemen are going to try to attack. Actually, the archers go target with a question mark at the end. Target? I don't know. I don't need. I don't need. What do you need? A target? It's milk. Willie. Willie. Right? Willie. Willie. Yeah, yeah, Willie. Yeah, 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 Willie. Okay. So Willy. everybody remaining just fucking goes after Willie and like they wait for the arrows to come in and. I mean, yeah, it's not going to matter. It's not going to kill him. Can you imagine how insane that would be? If it's like, oh, yeah, and they just kill the end <laughs> Weird. Willie's dead. Yeah, a bunch of the arrows, like, sink, sink, sink into him and stick into his body. And then He's the like pikemen. porcupine. It's probably making it hard to move. That's what it does. Up. It just makes him hard to yeah, move. Yeah, just a around. lot of really bad mobility. He's like Boromir at the end of uh, fucking Fellowship. Toshira Mifune and uh, Throne of Blood. Throne of Blood, yeah. 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 Uh, and they stab him a bunch of times. The shield bears get on him and start wailing on him and shit. And for a second, you just can't see him beneath this like flood of bodies, essentially, that are oh, trying to fuck I've with him. I've seen anime. I know what's going to happen. And the exact thing that you think would happen happens. And he stands up all strong and they explode outward. And the camera goes. And it moves around him as these fucking people fly everywhere and shit. An anime boosh. An anime boosh, if you will. Uh, Daryl, it is now your turn. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Get the fuck out of here, boys. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm staring at uh, Henry's turned into a tree, and then I just have to, like, shake it off for a second. I've seen him turn into a small bird, a duck, and a tree within the, I guess, what has this been, like, 14 seconds? Yeah. Uh, Daryl shakes that off, and I run, and I pick up Payton, and I'm running into the minivan. Okay. And as I pick up Payton, I, I say, you're going to be okay, but you're going to be okay. And uh, I'm assuming the minivan's open. So the minivan is open. And and Paige's like I got uh, the thing. Oh, I found the thing. I wanted to. 
I wanted to give you and like he's bleeding from his mouth and stuff like that. He's like, I, f- I found it. And he's like rooting around in his fucking pockets and shit. I was like, okay, but you don't need to give it right now. You just make it to the van then. And Grant's where? Grant is in the uh, passenger seat. Okay, so I put Peyton down and I look at Grant and I go, I love you, son. I'm so I'm so glad you're here. And I and I uh, I, I like pat him on the shoulder. Can't really reach over to him. Sure. <laughs> oh, so you're in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The door is open. Well, yeah, Lark and Sparrow are driving. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He like cocks his head just a little bit back toward the back seat and just sort of nods silently, just a real quick, sharp nod. Like, mm-hmm. you're the good son. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my turn. All right, Beth. I think I just run for the van. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know how I would roll for this, but I think Ron turns around as he's running and looks at Willie with no expression on his face. Like, no, just trying everything that he can to just not show any fear, just look sort of neutral at him. All right, as you do, you see him mouth the words, I'll be seeing you. And then um, when Ron gets the car, he sees Grant in the passenger seat. He's like, Actually, could I get shotgun? (laughs) (laughs) From the back, Terry Jr. goes, hi, Dad. (laughs) Nice to see you, too. He called you Dad, dude. Hey, Terry. It's me, your dad. Your uncle is here, too. Uh, uh, Peyton? What? Um, Well, I don't know. I was just doing some kind of deductive reasoning because (laughs) I thought that, like, if Peyton was also the dad of... Wait, wait, if Peyton was... Actually, when we're all like more conscious, I'll draw a diagram or something. But I, needless to say, Terry, I I think that we're more of a family. Grant's like like primer, like a di- like like a like like primer, like oh, a diagram. God. Uh, no, Grant. Actually, yeah. Could you get in the back there with um with Terry and, yeah, okay. and Peyton? I, thank you. I guess our family is bigger than I ever thought. Okay, Freddie. As I'm going in, I guess I'll throw another hold person attempt back at um. What's he gotta be? Willie. He's gotta be the fourteen. He fails, so he is stuck in place. And uh, I shout, "Okay, boomer!" <laughs> <laughs> and it stuns him to his core. <laughs> He's unable to move. Am I out of touch? Oh no! He's like, "Wait, am I? Is this what I've become? Am I a boomer?" As you're looking back at him, you say, "Okay, boomer!" And before you can turn around, like Nick has already jumped out of the car, and he fucking high fives you, <laughs> and he goes, "That's my fucking man!" <laughs> Hell yeah, baby! So you make it to the van? Yes. All right, Will. Okay, uh, Henry sees Glenn get the burn of the century, <laughs> and it stuns him out of trip. Basically, he did all this energy to get into guardian spirit form, and then already half of his energy was thrown by Aaron O'Neill, like, questioning <laughs> his woke level, and he's like, shit, is this appropriative? And then seeing Glenn throw this monster boomer, dr- the, the, the other half of his brain, half of it split into, like, him being like, is boomer problematic? Should he be saying boomer? <laughs> and then the other half of him was like, that was the harshest burn I've ever seen. So Henry turns back into a human, and he just says, bye, guys, and he runs for the van as well. So inside, you see Lark and Sparrow, obviously, in the driver's seat, and they go, Father, <laughs> like in the exact same. Uh, I swoop them into a big bear hug and I just start crying. Oh, and I kiss them both on the cheek and I say, we got to get the hell out of here. And then I just kind of sh- try to shove them into the back. Sure. Daddy's going to drive now. When you hug them, you could definitely feel one of them was like, and like trying to wriggle out of it. The other was like, yes, yes, this is the right way to show affection. And after the episode, we'll look up and remember which of which them one is, is a which? love wolf and which is not. <laughs> we'll have that straightened out by next episode. Thanks for listening. I'll get it tattooed on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So as you turn the car to drive away, the bad dogs uh, as a group yell, orders. 
retreat with the frozen, furious, fuming uh, image of Willie Stampler staring you down and the considerably less furious image of Bill Close on a distant bridge kind of like looking at you like squinting. <laughs> you drive away, followed uh, by a bunch of retreating bad dogs who also get on their horses and try to follow you as you drive away. And you manage to escape Castle Ravenloft with your kids, now knowing the identity of the big bads of this story, so to speak. But you definitely get a sense deep in your heart that this is not the last time that you will deal with them. Hey, real quick, Peyton, were you, uh, did I hear you say you wanted to give something to Daryl? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got, I got, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, uh, Matt, close your eyes. Okay. Oh, shit. I saw Anthony getting something out of his big book bag, and I was like, what the hell is it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Put, Uh-oh. put out your hand. Uh, the reason I'm not seeing what he's pulling out is I'm getting him some water from the back. I'm like, hey, Grant, can you, can you get some water? This, this kid's hurt. Hold out your hand, open your hand. Okay. Anthony is walking over to Matt with something in his hand, which we cannot see. So I can feel it. So I feel like my hand, like my other hand's like kind of like was snapping and like pointing at Peyton. And he puts something in my hand. And the moment it touches my hand, I can feel the exact texture and softness and the give like a, like a, like a, like a soft eraser wrapped in beautiful plastic. And I turn and I say, it can't be. I open it. (laughs) And sure enough, there's one Charles and Chew in my hand. <laughs> yes! Uh, it I has go. been in my car since then. <laughs> I thought you would get here so much sooner than you did. I'm like, ooh, it's got that perfect, that softness that comes from sitting in your back pocket and you sit on it all day. It feels wonderful. I look at Peyton. I go, hey, Grant, this one's for you, kid. And I chuck it at him. And Grant is like looking at you and it just bounces off his face. <laughs> he doesn't go to grab it or anything. You can just eat that later. It's all right. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Burge is our DM, Will Campos is Henry Oak, Beth May is Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. Our theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters for their unyielding support of our dad antics. Let us together right now immortalize the names of Hannah, Jacob Rogers, Ryan Warabetz, Jack Goldstein, Asto, someone named Tiget. Elmer Rabadan, Alex Contero, Stephanie, and Hannah E. If we happen to have given you some good times, please consider supporting what we do at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. There's a bunch of great bonus content for you to peruse. EXL members this month have a new issue of Daddy Issues, which is our in-character PDF newsletter. And Anthony, as our DM, wrote a really good article on how to come up with memorable NPCs for your campaigns. All that and more at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. 
If the old wallet's committed to other causes, no worries. Maybe swing by iTunes and leave us a review or follow us on social media. Our website is DungeonsAndDaddies.com, which is also the home of our merch store. Uh, new items are coming soon, I promise. We're working hard to get all that stuff together. But as you are probably well aware, the world is pretty wild right now. Twitter.com slash DungeonsAndDads are where them tweets at. Bit.ly slash DungeonDads is that private Facebook group. And the subreddit is r slash DungeonsAndDaddies. Our next episode is coming out March 31st. By the way, Nadine, George says he loves you, and this is you. Bye. There was a time when you could read between the lines. You know they never brought you down. Never brought you down. So he is going to cast Disintegrate. On who? On Doug. Um, it's fucked up that I'm a little like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care at all about Doug. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Greenlight. Go. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. Uh, for example, they talk. You they, can order them around. They do chores. They do chores. Oh, wow. However, other things don't. They understand the implications of the capitalist uh, society that we mm. live in. So having those conversations can be tough and complicated. In fact, Thank God for those picture books. <laughs> the fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually managing their own money. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight's a debit card money. No, app. they're going to learn the way I learned by getting my ass beat in fucking Monopoly by my parents. Oh, that's true. You know I mean? like, that's get good. True. You're like, I remember you get that little, little plastic, the other fucking little dollars. You're like, I got Seven thousand dollars, then you're, made, you're uh, ruined. I made Jimmy quit Monopoly once because I kept hiding my hundreds under the board, and then I was like, he was like, "I got you, your bankrupt." And I was like, "You mean these <laughs> thousands of dollars I had squirreled away?" Greenlight is a debit card money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely thanks to games. That teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. Greenlight app also includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores, customize your family's needs, and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Could you imagine setting it up and being like, to set your tip for your kid's lawn mowing, and then your kid has to be like, all right, I'll tip you another 15% like they're an Uber driver or something like that? That's I, You know what? Here's what I want is because like my kid's reward for their chores is going to be just some homespun wisdom for me. Oh, God. Wow. You know, the chore is its oh, it own reward. Text, so like maybe message, like, can they get, message. can I send them through uh, green light, like one of those quotes, like you get when you die in Call of Duty, and it's like honor is the value of hard work or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It could, it could work. It could work. I'm gonna carry a tip screen around, like for everything. I'm gonna be like, it's just gonna ask you a quick question. It's a quick question. Like, no, oh, sorry, Will Junior. I have a son. His name is now Will Junior. Um, it's like it's like you. I was a tip to you, but you didn't discreetly look away yeah. while you held up the tip yeah. screen to yeah. me. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on green light. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash dungeons. That's greenlight.com slash dungeons to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash dungeons. Go. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by MeUndies. My undies. No, the company MeUndies. Duh. Oh. It's summertime and your balls are sweaty. We all know it. Your Knees your weak, gr- arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's sweat on his balls already. Ball spaghetti. Your crotch sucks right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. Unless you're in some MeUndies because bre- they got that breathable, quick, dry, moisture, wicking, anti-odor properties. That You fabric, better you lose yourself in your undies the moment. The fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball. Caddy, that's right. They've cut out some special space for the balls. Tell you what, we're on tour right now. 
That's why it sounds like we're recording from a hotel conference room, because we are. And yeah, my sweaty balls do go in a ball caddy. Tell me something else they don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been packing the 100% me on these rig in my EDC. You carry your balls? Your balls are your everyday <laughs> that's right. carry? That's I right. guess that's true. I yeah, am carrying wow. them around every day. It's been great. On the tour bus, I haven't had to change my underwear once. No, that's not true. I, you know, I tried to make a ball caddy for my non-MeUndies underwear, and now my nuts just hang out of my underwear. Oh, no. Oh. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. Over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps or a special pouch underwear called ball caddy that keeps <laughs> you a from... disgusting idea. Oh, no. You know how they have that little flap in the front no. for number one if you want to no. pull your wiener out? No. What if there was a little flap in the back for number like two? Like an old-timey And PJ. you can just wow. sort of goatsy man your undies and oh just, just, just fire away without taking them off. Hear me out, me undies. These cuts, they don't have the special Will Campos goatsy uh, <laughs> cut. But the cuts they do have come in over 100 different colors. Release the cozy cut. And prints ranging from black <laughs> to dinosaurs. Truly the two ranges of underwear. All black or all dinosaurs. All- <laughs> oh, Matt's coming in, maybe. Go let him in. Oh, Go we got to let Matt knock, gonna, knock. I'm going to set the, um, the Noted underwear down. user Matt Arnold entering the ad. Hopefully not hotel staff trying to shut us down. Um, Matt. What kind of underwear are you wearing right now? I know we're maybe not that close, but just tell me. Me undies, and I just walked like two miles to a coffee shop, and I gotta say, every part of me is soaking wet except for me undies. Thank you so That's much. That's because me undies. of me undies. My signi- balls feel oh, so no. good right no, now. Okay, all right, Matt. Thank you. That's because. Okay, that's because me undies. Signature- I can't even breathe really well, but my balls are breathing great. Thank you, me undies. <laughs> me undies signature super soft fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summerproof, they have a. New- oh, they got new shit. The Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which is They're more dropping moisture. the go-to line? You've heard of Breathe Me by Sia, but Move Me? Whole new song. Let's sing it, Freddie. Moisture-wicking anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keep you extra cool on those sweltering days. You hear that, Matt? They use responsibly sourced materials and work with partners that care for the workers. If you're not happy with your first pair of MeUndies, it's on them. Send them back. Not literally. They're not wearing them. No, not wearing yeah, them. Yeah. Summer is coming. Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash dungeons. That's MeUndies.com slash dungeons for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from Just, the I'm outside. I'm telling you, they in. could do a goatsy print. That's all I'm saying. That's God. Fair. You guys mind if I strip down right No, now? Matt, no. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.